This episode of Geeks Crossing is brought to you by today's sponsor, Anchor. Ever wanted to start a podcast but can't find the right platform to work with? Don't worry, Anchor has you covered. Anchor is a free audio app that allows you to record a podcast on any device no matter where you are. Anchor includes an editing feature that allows you to customize your podcast, whether it be on your computer or mobile device, so you can easily omit any errors or unnecessary parts. Anchor also allows you to distribute your podcast to other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or even Google Podcasts, which is amazing. Did I mention the part about making money? No? Well, you could be earning money every time someone listens to your podcast with no minimum listenership. If that's not the easiest way to make a podcast, I don't know what is. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. How's it going, my fellow geeks and fellow geek ex, or whatever the female equivalent to geek is? And welcome to another Geeks Crossing podcast. I'm Eric. And I am Nick. Giving you all the best geek-related content you could ask for. And today is a very special episode because it's the first ever duo episode between myself and Nick. This is nuts. I know. We generally do group discussions and, you know, without Matt and Keith, I feel like we're cheating on them. But haven't you done a duo with Matt before? So I've done three duos with Matt before. What? How dare you not do one with me? Last time I checked, you're not exactly the biggest fan of Total Drama, Smash Bros, or Chicken Little. Smash, if you're talking about Melee and the, like, the Wii Smash, then I could have been invited. But the one on the Switch, I was like, eh. Alright, fair enough. But anyway, you guys are probably wondering, what special occasion do we have for the first ever duo between Eric and Nick? We're going to be talking about Willy Wonka, of course. Specifically, which Willy Wonka movie is the best? I think the original is better. Oh, we'll have to see about that. But you guys are probably wondering, why are we talking about Willy Wonka specifically? Warner Brothers announced that a prequel Wonka movie is in the works. That's nuts, to be honest. Like, the last one that was dropped was in 2005. And... Of course, being the film enthusiast that I am, I asked, is this really necessary? Like, do we need a Wonka prequel? But, as they say in Hollywood, it doesn't matter if it's necessary or not, as long as they make the money. Truth. So yeah, all we know is that it's a prequel, and supposedly it's going to tell the origins of how Wonka came to be, and how he met the Oompa Loompas, even though we were explained how he met them in the first two movies. But hey, I guess people prefer a visual interpretation, so to speak. So we figured, why not prepare ourselves by talking about the first and currently only two theatrical releases of Willy Wonka, those being Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory and Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, the remake. Which one do you prefer when watch it, when you're going to sit down and be like, all right, I want to watch Willy Wonka? Which one do you go to? Well, honestly, I prefer the Tim Burton one. Okay. Now, I want to talk about the original first before I get to my reasons. Yes, the original is iconic and in many ways a cult classic, but it has a lot of problems. You also have to remember, it's made in the 70s, man. I know the limitations back then, but still, I don't know. There's just a lot of things that rub me the wrong way. Such as? I'll tell you in the beginning, with Bill, the candy man. During the musical number, he lets kids go and go behind the counter and get all the free candy. Meanwhile, later on in the film, he lets Charlie, the poor kid, mind you, pay for the candy. Like, how the hell is that fair? Okay, okay. I haven't seen the original in a while, but I have seen the new one recently, like in the last year and a half. Bill, the candy guy, didn't appear in the remake. He was one of those minor characters in the original film. I'm sure he's a nice guy and all, but it just seems a little unfair how Charlie is the only one that has to pay for the candy, meanwhile all the average kids get the candy for free. Secondly is the teacher in the movie. We see earlier in the movie, like right before they announced the golden tickets are out, he let Charlie perform an experiment with him and noticed that they were playing with chemicals, no safety glasses, 
no safety gloves or whatsoever, and smoke was going right into their freaking faces. The times were different. Back in the day, hockey players never used to wear, like, all these paddings and stuff, and football players never wore paddings. Comes with time. People became more fragile. So I could see it. I mean, be honest. Back then, like, teachers whipped the kids if they did something wrong. Like, let's be real. Smoke blowing in a child's face. Not a big issue back then. I know, but that's chemical waste and shit. Yeah, you think they care? If I was a teacher, I'd be more concerned about the safety of my students. But no, probably doesn't care. All he cares about is having his warts removed, which is apparently what the experiment was about. I shit you not. That was the whole experiment. And I just feel like society back then, they were taken way out of proportion. Right around the time when the golden tickets were released, everybody just acted a little bit inhumane. Like, starting with the psychiatrist this guy was telling him a fantasy about how he found a golden ticket or whatever it was a dream but the psychiatrist mind you was training like it was reality he was like tell me what the ticket is how am i gonna tell you something that happened in a dream it doesn't make sense and also some lady was willing to give up her husband just to keep her collection of chocolate like bro your husband's life is at stake and all you give a shit about is your chocolates yeah but i think i talked about the minor characters enough i want to focus on the main characters now charlie he's charlie nothing too wrong with him but i do have a problem with his grandfather he feels like a bit of a stick in the mud when you think about it because all he does is like playing and shit and he was the one who convinced charlie to take the fizzy lip drink while they were visiting the factory so it was kind of his fault that wonka yelled at them yeah and he didn't even own up to it yeah he was like you're a crook you're a vandal how could you destroy my grandson's dreams like that like brah it was your idea to drink the fizzy lifting drink <laughs> you lose you get nothing good day sir that's like the most famous scene out of the movie like when people think of the wonka movie they think of that scene plus pure imagination yeah oh yeah do you remember that trippy tunnel scene yeah that was a good scene freaking wonka having that blank expression as you see like gross images especially a chicken getting his head caught off i thought that was nuts kind of messed up to show in a movie but you know different times i guess exactly also besides charlie i thought some of the other kids were went on a bit overboard as well especially veruca like i guess she's the spoiled little bitch but you see in the musical number where she's singing i want it now she's clearly destroying all the golden eggs and wrappers everywhere and nobody's doing a damn thing to stop her. Not even her own father. She's a bad nut. <laughs> I, actually, it was bad egg, but you know, pretty well, much the, the new same, one. Pretty much the same thing. In the newer one, she's a bad nut. <laughs> Yeah, but in the older one, she was a bad egg. Yes. Yeah. Now, I know this is going to be sounding critical because I know it was different times, but the visuals have definitely aged. Sure, sure. Especially the chocolate river. You know it and I know it. That looks like shit water, not chocolate. <laughs> True. I remember watching this movie with my dad one time, and all he kept on saying was, oh, this fucking shit. He literally kept on saying that chocolate looks like shit. I'm like, dad, I know. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Like, it's iconic. It has a lot of problems, but, you know, some of these problems could arise from around the time this movie was made. Gonna be honest, I liked the Oompa Loompas in the newer one than this one. I could see why. Not to say that the Oompa Loompas in the original were bad. Yeah. But they had no, like, personality on a few of them. Like, they just all looked alike. Yeah, like I said, that goes on to the visuals. They definitely have yeah. aged over time. Which leads us to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which, in my opinion, is the superior movie. Okay, okay. I mean, I'll get the one thing out of the way first. The visuals, obviously, no shit. This movie was made yeah. in the early 2000s, so of course the visuals are going to be better. Of course. It's just so hard not to point out. You know when they enter the chocolate factory for the first time, you see like this lush, exotic environment for like the chocolate river? Yeah, that the scenery in it for the Candyland, I guess I'd call it, was it's just beautiful. Yeah, it makes it look more serene. While the other one, it was just generic candies that we know and love, like gummy bears, gumdrops. This one offers something new and exotic, like I keep saying. Plus the chocolate river actually looks like chocolate and that shit water. <laughs> Truth. Anyway, I also think that Grandpa in the other movie is so much better. 
Snyder. Plus, they add a little bit of history with him because prior to this movie, he used to work for Wonka, so that gave him more of a purpose, so to speak. Yeah, he was an actual like role model. He wanted to like help the kid. Wants him to experience the joy of life. Oh yeah, going back to the original real quick, do you find it kind of creepy how during the interviews with the other kids, that this strange man with a scar on his face is whispering something to their children's ear, and none of the parents find that suspicious? I don't remember that scene. Well, on paper, that does look creepy, but later on they explain that Slugworth was actually trying to convince his kids to get, like, an everlasting gobstopper for them. I mean, I appreciate the explanation, but come on, that just looked creepy at some parts. <laughs> You're right. Another thing that I point out, Charlie's eternal grandparents, they were the only ones that spoke in the original film, those being Grandpa Joe and Grandma Josephine. Meanwhile, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, all four grandparents have a speaking role. Definitely gives them more personality, you know? You know what I really like a lot? What's that? Even though they're not really together together in this like the movie but tim burton always manages to put johnny depp and helena bonham carter together they were both in this movie like he kept the tradition alive yeah she played charlie's mother i think mm -hmm. oh yeah one noticeable pointer is that in the remake charlie has both of his parents while in the original his father died so i thought that was a nice addition on a very random tangent what is your favorite tim burton movie? Uh, I could be generic and say The Nightmare Before Christmas, but I also really like Coraline. Really? Yeah, just something about it, like its whole gothic atmosphere and creepy pasta vibes. I don't know, I just can't help but love it. You're gonna hate me because I'm a huge horror person, but I've never actually seen that movie. We're definitely gonna watch it the next time we hang out. Okay. Even though that movie's been out for, what, a decade? It still holds up. But anyway, point is, in the remake, they gave personality to all of Charlie's grandparents, especially his paternal grandparents. Where you find out that Grandpa George, he's kind of a stickler. He's always in a bad mood. While Grandma Georgina, she's all like, I want to say senile, but... She's definitely senile. The, the, is, I'm pretty sure we're thinking of the same person. When they come crashing through the roof, she's like, I think there's someone at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the thing just crashed through your ceiling. So she's definitely seen that. Come on. I love grapes. <laughs> I smack the bottom. You don't even know what you're talking about. Dragonflies. <laughs> yeah, but real talk, she was amazing. I loved her. Yeah. And plus, uh, the other kids, how they're portraying the remake. Yeah, they're still kind of bad, but in an enjoyable way. Like, I actually found them humorous. Like, Augustus in the remake, he just got kept on eating everything in his sight, which I found freaking hilarious. Something I would do. <laughs> and Veruca was less of a bitch in this one than the original. Finally gained her comeuppance in the end. If you had to compare yourself to one kid, who do you think you'd be more like? I want to say Mike, because truth be told, I have spent most of my life watching TV and playing video games all the time. Yeah. But I'm not a selfish prick like he is. Oh, for sure. Honestly, I'm between Mike and Augustus, because I would not leave that candy room at all. He'd be like, oh, we're moving on to the next room. Oh, I'd be like, yo, this is where I'm ending. I'll see you guys <laughs> But I would respect the rules. Like, I wouldn't... He said, don't drink from the chocolate river. I'd be like, oh, okay, but everything else is on the table. Sweet. <laughs> I just love how but Mike goes on his tangents, and he just destroys everything in his path. This old shit definitely has some problems, but you can't help but laugh at him. But, at the same note, if I had the opportunity to go in the television, I would. I'd be like, peace. I'm gonna go play video games. Pretty much virtual reality. They're ahead of their time. Yeah, I gotta give credit to the visuals again. Like, besides the candy room, the scene where they're in the experiment room, you know, when Violet becomes a blueberry. Very impressive CGI. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the squirrels. You can clearly tell those were, that was all CGI. Like, there's no freaking way they train squirrels like that. What are you talking about? I train squirrels every day. Oh, really? Yep, I have an army of squirrels. Then how come I haven't seen these so-called squirrels? They're so good at the art of stealth that you'll never see them. 
get them on video and send them to me. I need to see proof. Oh, because then, then I have evidence the FBI ever comes questioning me about my army of spoils. If you show me the footage, I promise I won't say a word. My lips are sealed. Okay, okay. Just like Charlie not revealing the secrets to the everlasting gobstopper. See, this does correspond to what we're talking about, people. Oh yeah, so there's one character we keep forgetting about. Wonka himself. So, who do you think is the better Wonka? Gene Walter or Johnny Depp? Ugh, that's hard. Because I'm a big Johnny Depp fan. But also, you can't go wrong with the original. Oh yeah, Gene Walter is a classic. But even at times... He does seem a little clinically insane. So does this one. He's like mentally like insane. But the way Johnny Depp does it, it's in a more enjoyable way. He's like a kid inside. Yeah, but that's what makes it more humorous. Pretty much just... Yeah. Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka definitely had like the stare into space. And then he gets like a flashback of his dad. And like it's just his blank emotions. And then also I'm pretty sure in the tunnel scene, he's also like weird. Well, he wasn't singing or anything. He was just showing everybody the different rooms. What I also like about the remake is how they add more layers to Wonka's backstory. Which is why I'm interested to see what's going on with this origin story of him. Because we did get an origin-based story back in 2005 where his dad was the dentist. And he's like, oh, no son of mine will ever be candy person. I forget what his exact words he says. I think it was, no son of mine is going to be a chocolatier. Yes. Christopher Lee. It's funny how Count Dooku plays Willy oh, Wonka's like father. He always plays villains, though. Yeah. But no, every time when I see him in this movie, I always think of Count Dooku. But that's going off topic. Then again, what else is new with me? <laughs> but yeah, going back to the backstory, I wonder how differently they're going to make the prequel in terms of giving Wonka a backstory. Like, are they going to borrow elements from the Johnny Depp movie? I mean, if they did that, it wouldn't be as original. So I would love for them to do something new. We're just going to have to wait and hear news on it. That's all we can do. But I would like them to expand on his like childhood, like with friends. If he even had any friends. True. Very true. The new version, he did sort of have friends when he went trick-or-treating with them. But it was just for one scene. We don't know if he was actually friends with them. I don't know. Because yeah. if they are sticking to the original plot of his dad being a dentist and wanting to be a chocolatier. Like, we, we have that. We have the story. We have... But we, we never see his friends. Yeah. So that's where I would like them to expand. And Eric, here's my little squirrel friend. I sent you the video. You can stand corrected on front of uh, our live audience. One of the many squirrels I have. I bet you feel pretty stupid now, don't you? <laughs> I don't know what to say, Nick. Except that I'm sorry I doubted you. Uh, you are a squirrel master. Exactly. Uh, All right, so going back to the topics. I think mostly in the prequel, they're going to touch upon how we met the Oompa Loompas. Even though, once again, they already showed that in the Johnny Depp movie. I mean, they could expand more on it than just, like, eating bugs. And What I want to know is how they agree to uh, give up a life of freedom to come work at a chocolate factory and, like, live there. I know in the, the movie, they talk about how they have, like, predators or something. And they're, like, the prey. Like, they hide in trees or something. I forget. Yeah, and chocolate is very scarce in their nation. Mm. Maybe Wonka would have to go on a perilous journey just to find chocolate for them, only to find out that, hey, I have I just opened up a chocolate factory. You can come live with me and have all the chocolate you can want. Now, which Oompa Loompas do you think they're going to look like? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was a hybrid between both. They'll keep the same designs because, okay. like, technically, the prequel is supposed to be based off the 1971 film. Add a little bit of CGI to make it look fleshed out because, obviously, this film's coming out in the 2020s, so... Obviously, technology has improved over the time. Uh, quick question. Do you have a favorite song in any of the movies? I know we both agreed that Pure Imagination is by far the best song in the 1971 film. 
<sighs> I have to look up the song list. Well, while you're looking at it, I want to say my top two is either Baruch Assault or Mike TV. I forget the Mike TV one. It was like a mix between 1970s pop and heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all different bunch of genres mushed together in one song, yeah. which is why I love that so much. But in the Veruca Salt one, it was, like, so peace and harmony, hippie music, but I don't know, it has a certain charm to it. I don't know. I honestly think, um, I'd have to listen to them, but I think Mike TV was the best. Good man. You picked the right choice. Which also begs the question, do you think the prequel is going to be a full-on musical, like the original film? Or is there going to be musical numbers every so often, like the Johnny Depp? I think musicals every so often. Mm. I mean, honestly, they could get rid of musicals altogether. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that either, but they want to stay true to source material. Speaking of source material, did you know that the author of Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory, Roald Dahl, hated the original movie? For so, real? Yeah, specifically banned any further sequels. Funny enough, they were going to make a sequel to the Johnny Depp movie, but it erased all the elements from one of the second books, I think. Charlie and the Glass Elevators movie, you see them crash down in the freaking house. That happens in one of the books. And then, as we know, in the end, Charlie's family moves into the chocolate factory, so it kind of defeats the purpose of having a sequel. Huh. I guess it's common for some authors to hate film adaptations. Well, yeah, haven't you ever seen the movie Saving Mr. Banks? The whole point was she didn't want her book turned into a movie, and then she like really loved it. And I know he said he hated it, but... Yeah, in the movie, she was shown loving it at the end. But in real life, she despised it. Like, yeah, even did. after the movie came out in theaters, she still freaking hated it. And how can we forget about Stephen King hating Stanley Kubrick's The Shining? Yeah, we learned about that. I think The Shining is one of the greatest yeah, movies. Yeah, definitely a movie you should watch, not just for Halloween, but if you're in for a good scare or just to be psychologically amused, because that movie fucks with your mind a lot. We are getting too off topic. We went from a PG movie, so I'm pretty sure... Hey, it'd be like that off. sometimes on this podcast. But anyway, overall, I like both movies, but since I grew up mostly with the Johnny Depp version, I say that's the better version for me. But I respect you, Nick, for thinking the original one's better, because, oh, honestly, the originals are usually superior. No, the original, I think, is better, but I can see the argument. And I do like the new one, too, because it adds more information to some <laughs> beloved characters. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the music that brought Oh, I wanted to for a long time, but I heard you saw it, so did it capture the, the yeah. essence of any of the films? It did. It really did. It was a mixture of both, which was really cool. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen it on Broadway. Oh, no, wait. The last Broadway I saw was SpongeBob the Musical for your birthday. I know that. I know what you're talking about. Well, yes, of course. I know what you're talking about. It was for my birthday. But I was just trying to see if I've seen one before. I think I saw Frozen mm-hmm. after. Yeah, I saw Frozen in 2019. Should I even ask how that was? Good. I really liked it. I liked the movie Frozen, and I liked it. It was for my girlfriend. Nice, birthday, so. nice. I'm not the biggest Broadway fan, but every so often I'll go see one. Like, if I get invited to see The Lion King again or something new, then yeah, if I have the time, I'll go see it. But anyway, going back to the topic, after watching these two movies, I can honestly say I'm more hyped for the prequel, and I'm really curious to see what direction they're going to go with. Yeah, I'm, it's going to be interesting. Warner, Warner Brothers also did possibly announce, well, they dropped the Kong versus Godzilla. Did you see that? No, I didn't see the trailer. Maybe I'll do so after we record this episode. They also apparently announced a Harry Potter TV spinoff. So Warner Brothers is doing a lot lately. Keep your eye on see what they're doing. I'll keep that in mind. But anyway, what do you guys think? Tell us in the Discord server, which Wonka movie do you think is superior? What do you like slash dislike about them? And are you excited for the Wonka prequel? All we have to do now is wait, because like, you know, they just announced it, so obviously the information is vague. I will say it will come, we'll get news mid-2021, 
and then probably won't get it until 23, depending on what they're doing. And who knows? Maybe you and I will do another two episode talking about our post reactions, like from three years from now. <laughs> yeah. Get ready. In season seven, we're going to be talking about the Walker prequel. Is that something to look forward to? <laughs> anyway. Thank you all for listening to the first ever duo episode between myself and Nick. Join our Discord server and follow our Instagram page at Geeks Crossing. Yeah. Or be sure to support us on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it be Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or whatever. Thank you so much for listening and have an amazing day.